0: Let me ask you, are you someone with hair? Well, if you answered yes to that question, do I have the product for you? Visit ModernMammals.com and use code MAYO for 10% off. Because the goal with Modern Mammals is to try and keep your hair and head natural. Since I've been using it, that's exactly what I've experienced. I very much prefer it. I don't know if I'm ever going to switch back. Probably not. To tell you the truth, and this means that it doesn't distort your pH balance and natural oils like shampoo would. Unlike shampoo, the products don't have a harsh detergent that suds up and dries out your head and hair. It's just lighter. Than traditional shampoo and unlike conditioners it doesn't leave hair limp and frizzy like you don't want that Seinfeld in the shower like Rory McElroy had it once too or just you know, a mop on your head you don't want that and if you use modern mammals that's not going to happen it's designed to make your hair feel thicker and my hair at the moment feels so thick you can't even pull it out plus the products are easy to rinse out so there's no leftover residue to weigh hair down so Go to modernmammals.com and use code MAYO for 10% off. Again, that's modernmammals.com for 10% off with promo code MAYO. Don't forget to use my promo code MAYO so they know I sent you. More details in the description. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice... Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience 2020 Wyndham Championship. First look and research. All the research I will be doing today is from FantasyNational.com. If you want to become a member at FantasyNational.com, which I highly recommend, get yourself 20% off by going to FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. That easy. Also, if you want to play in the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Listeners League, the PME Open, it's easy stuff. Hit the description of this video or podcast and you can find the link to enter invite only only three max entries 15 dollars to play a limited amount of spots and the best part no rake highly recommend you go play in that tournament i am recording this just before all of the top of the leaderboard tees off at the pga championship so you know the drill if you win big money you can credit me and if you lose you know blame yourself for that that's how this game works in the old picks industry when it comes to DraftKings and betting and so forth but hey i hope everyone out there has him nice caches. i'm in the running i'm top 200 in the millionaire maker right now if joel damon wins maybe i have an outside shot it's like a point zero zero one chance of winning but hey crazier things have happened right although i don't think that joel damon is going to end up winning hopefully dustin just wins or morikawa wins that would be glorious uh or even if c whoo Kim wants to get going. But we're not here to talk about the PGA Championship because I don't know what's going to happen. But again, best of luck to everyone out there. We're here to talk about the Wyndham Championship. Kind of hard to get, like, geared up for the Wyndham Championship and the heels of a major because this field isn't great. But I actually like Sedgefield CC. This is the final event before the FedEx Cup playoffs start next week at TPC Boston for the Northern Trust. For whatever reason, it's written in all caps. So I assume people are just yelling the entire time whenever they're saying, Northern Trust! I went to this event last year, at least I went to the pre-rounds and did some filming at the location that was at Liberty National in New Jersey, Then I got stuck in New Jersey because of a rainstorm, which was the fucking worst, because everything was booked all the way through. I had to go stay in, like, Orange, New Jersey, but, like, the bad part of it, and, oof, not a great location, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm sure there are nice spots of it, the place I stayed, not so hot. A lot of bugs wasn't great uh, either way i got back home the next day everything was fine but this year it is in boston as a rotating tournament but we'll talk about that next week once we get into the deep dive for that for the wyndham championship 156 players in the field top 65 in ties make the cut this we actually know this week because we're back on the regular pga setup for everything and honestly it's You know, it's an easy course. It's one of the easiest courses on tour. It has two par 5s, because again, this is a par 70. Much different par 70 than the one we're seeing at TPC Harding Park. And frankly, way different than the one we saw at TPC Southwind two weeks ago in Memphis for a WGC. It's funny. We go WGC, then we go Major Championship, then the Wyndham Championship. Uh, This doesn't normally take place after a Major. It usually goes like Major, Major. WGC, then Wyndham Championship. It would have been after the Olympics this year. But frankly, even if it's from the WGC, it's, you know, you're going from Memphis or previously from Firestone to Greensboro, North Carolina. This time, a lot of guys might be spent from playing all four rounds in San Francisco under major championships conditions and then traveling across the country to go play at the Wyndham because there are some of the bigger names in the field for Wyndham that are still alive in the PGA Championship. I have no idea whether that hurts or whether it helps, but you got to think it has to be someone even emotionally taxed. And we know these guys fly private. and We know the time zones aren't going to affect them, but if you put everything you have into winning a major, then chances are you're not, like, real keen on the Wyndham Championship. You don't have the same fire for but eh, maybe Brooks Koepka does. Who knows? Uh, either way, it is a par 70, 7127 yards, Bermuda grass, really fast greens. Historically, at this event, uh, the key stats that I have: approach, of course, putting is probably one that you do want to factor in. Good putters, not all the time, tend to win here, but putters on fast greens tend to do really well. There are eight par fours between 400 and 450 yards. Like I mentioned, both par fives. Are accessible to the entire field, regardless of distance, uh, one of them has almost has over a six percent eagle rate that 's number five and what the hell is the other one? the other one eh, we 'll get to when we get to the edge. Number five has a six point two percent eagle rate number fifteen has a three point eight percent eagle rate uh, if you 're looking for the best putters on fast greens, I got that from fantasy National. Denny McCarthy, Billy Ho, Harris English, Wyndham Clark, and Greg Chalmers, at least of the players in the field, gained the most strokes per round putting uh, on what is quote-unquote fast green. So faster on the stint meter than usual. Opportunities gained is another one that I have put in there. The past winners Poston, won last year. It was a nice live bet after the first round. He was gaining a ton of ball striking but he was losing strokes putting just minimally and minimally around the green he for sure wasn't out of it by any means and they were still posting him like 110 to one I know a lot of people hit that I think Eric Patterson from the score was the one who tweeted it out I think we all jumped aboard it was a nice hit going into the FedEx Cup playoffs the year before Brant Snedeker minus 21 CT Pan almost won that event then he hit it out of bounds on the 72nd hole and Seneca opened up with fifty-nine on the opening day. Uh Poston last year, too, was being tracked down by Bjunhan Ann for most of the week, who had not made a bogey until like the back nine on Sunday. And then all of a sudden he makes a bogey. So coming off his hole in one performance in the final round of the PGA championship, maybe Ben Anns got it on the go. Uh Henrik Stenson won the year before that. See, woo! Kim got his first career win in 2016, minus 21. Uh, we've seen the course aggregate record set two of the past three years, Post and Henrik Stenson both minus 22. So expect some birdies. And shockingly enough, Shot Tracker is going to be way better for the Wyndham than it was for the PGA Championship. So at least we can look forward to that. And while it may not have the glory of a major by any means, or the strength of field of a major, all the money counts the same on DraftKings. So if you win a tournament for the PGA Championship or you win a tournament for the Wyndham Championship, it all counts. So you know, just keep that in mind when we're going through it. Other past winners in the field this week. Arjun Atwal, Davis Love III, Patrick Reed, Webb Simpson, Ryan Moore. They are all playing, as is the Swedish porn king, Carl Peterson from Sweden. Uh, he actually made the cut at Memorial like two weeks ago, or I guess a month ago now. Time flies uh, when golf is just happening every single week, and there's so many sports going on right now. But let's take a Gander over to fantasynational.com. Once again, fantasynational.com slash mayo to get yourself 20% off. And here's what we're looking at. We're looking at the Wyndham field right now. I actually had it set to those fast greens per round. So I was looking that up beforehand. So you see McCarthy, Horschel, Clark, Win, Harris, Wyndham Clark, Greg Chalmers, then you have Gellerman, Von Taylor, Spieth, Nate Lashley, and Christoph Ventura. Ace Ventura coming through let's click off that and just go look at strokes gain total uh, for the entirety of it. the only top 30 players in the world in this field It's one of the weaker fields since the restart uh, and presumably coming off a major in a wgc that's probably why but um we have brooks webb reed fleetwood answer sung jay shane lowry and paul casey all committed to play they're all currently inside the top 30 of the official world golf rankings and you're gonna see like the todd father uh Norrin is playing. Norlander is playing, who is on quite a run. Uh, you know, even to the 3M, he still played incredibly well. If we click on recent results, obviously we won't have anything for the PGA championship, but we'll have everything before that. If we just look at strokes gain total, Norlander has actually been the best player in the six lead-in tournaments. So Norlander, Tom Lewis, Mackenzie Hughes, Shaz Revi, Sam Burns, Billy Horschel, Brennan Todd, Seb Straka. Who did make the cut, and same as Adam Long uh, at the PGA Championship. So they're all coming in with pretty decent form. Guys coming in not so hot form: Higgs, Trainer, Sebastian Capalang peter malnati matt every zach blair kevin tway all guys that you would probably expect uh for corollary courses i'm definitely looking at heritage for this one Uh, obviously one is a donald ross design course edgefield cc Uh, the other donald ross courses on the pga tour in regular rotation are tpc detroit for the rocket mortgage classic and east lake for the tour championship but this one has a lot in common with heritage we've just seen a lot of crossover leaderboards over the year now one is because they attract very similar fields and this field is looking more like a this is stronger than a normal wyndham championship field but not nearly as strong as a lot of the other tournaments that we've seen it's slightly above like 3m in detroit but not significantly more so we'll see a lot of that play out if we just look at uh tournament history from this event we can even go search the strokes gained a little bit uh from this once we go to it and let's see here um last year obviously Poston Webb Siwoo Kim those are the three players in the top five who have entered again this year Garnett Harmon Horschel Sungjae Kokrak Sabatini all finish inside the top 10 hey, I mean those are like heritage guys so that makes a lot of sense uh, once we start thinking about that a little bit and we can take a look at how the strokes gained were properly allocated if we just look at overall strokes gained total over the past five years Webb Snedeker Horschel Ryan Moore Davis Love the third Ryan Moore's actually been playing pretty well uh, leading in to this, uh, obviously we won't have the Barracuda in here, but he kind of stormed the leaderboard there um, on Sunday at the 3M. The guy couldn't chip, couldn't putt. The chipping is, you know, frankly not a big shocker, but the strokes gained, putting is down. Um, he's won this event in the past. We know that he can score on these shorter par fours. Uh, Brooks is actually quite high in the field in those par fours as well. So last year, if we go take a look at it, Poston and Ben Ann, one and three, led in strokes gained approach. And they, you know, Ben Ann gained in in putting that's always nice to see uh four strokes putting if we could look at the top end um only bryce garnett and billy horschel gained over five strokes and finished inside the top 10 you're gonna need to gain strokes putting just because by osmosis of making so many birdies but the easier birdie tries you can give yourself the better you're gonna look um off the tee hovland yeah Ended up fourth, gained a bunch off the tee, gained a bunch on approach. I'm shocked he actually didn't finish better based off this. Uh, Then you have Siwoo. It's just – it's an easier course, so – that is really something to keep in mind. Damon and Glover uh, both played really well in the ball striking department. Couldn't ship, couldn't putt a year ago. Same as Adam Svenson. I don't know if he's in the field or not. Is he in the field this week uh, with 156 guys? We might actually see that. Nah, he's not. Uh, Svensson, he was always like a go-to dynamo when it came to ball striking on the early part of last season. and Just he'd periodically pop up again. Uh, if we just kind of sort f- through the filters, uh, we did this a few weeks ago, par 70, And since this is a shorter one, we'll go less than 7,200 yards. Some of the other courses that fall into the par 70, 7,200 yards or less. The Honda Classic, that one is a bit more challenging because of all of the water. But the Sony Open, the RSM, and I think the OHL Mayakoba in the swing season is a par 70. I can't quite remember. I just know that has a big correlation with... uh, with everything as it comes down to it in terms of the Sony Open as well, because Kucher won back to back there, or he won both the tournaments, Kazire won both the tournaments. So if we look at this, oh, I didn't even realize Justin Rose was playing. And there you are, Justin Rose just popping up. I'm going to add him to the list of top 30 players that are in this field. Just when you have someone with like zero course history and didn't play in the WGC, all of a sudden pops up. So par 70, less than 200 yards, uh, past 50 rounds. We're looking at Webb Simpson, Justin Rose, Sung J M. Jim Furick and Tommy Fleetwood. Then he got CH3, Casey, Patrick Reed, Brian Harman, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Kyle Stanley, Joaquin Neiman, Brant Snedeker, Corey Connors, and Billy Horschel. Uh, Corey Connors won in Valero. That was on bent, but he actually tends to putt really well with the Sony Open. So I'm curious to see where some of these odds shake out. Uh, reminder to everyone out there too, smash the like button for the video and give me your early lean in the comment section. It's, uh, it's going to be a tough week, just coming off the highs of all these big name players. Do we dive back in to uh, what we're seeing here? And maybe the rust thing that I talked about a bit earlier, traveling cross-country, isn't going to be that big of a factor. I'm just looking at Chez Revy here, who kind of tore it up at the U.S. Open a year ago, played in the Travelers the next week. Uh, you'd know he. You'd think there'd be an emotional high, but he just kept it going and won the next week. So maybe that is an angle to go play. Uh, someone who finishes really highly here from just kind of the mid-card that might get a bit overvalued. You might see them like 35, 40, 45 to one region. And all of a sudden, they're just the guys to take. Maybe Paul Casey's that guy if he can't close on sunday or just has like a very middling round he could be someone to go to rose is just kind of all over the map but casey's actually one of the top three in ball striking through three rounds of the pga championship and the putter just isn't cooperating no big shocker when you see that he's 132nd in putting over the past 50 rounds overall let's shrink this sample size down look at past 24 rounds with the par 70 and less than 7,200-yard parameters and see if that spits out anyone just sleepery at the very top. You can see on the left-hand side of Fantasy National here some of the other courses that do it, uh, Colonial CC, Hamilton Golf and Country Club, Oak Hill, PGA National, uh, Plainfield, Royal Burkdale. So some of these, it depends on the player that you're getting. That uh, It depends on what they're drawing all of this from. And then you get all the TBCs, Southwind, River Highlands. Although the Southwind has been pushed up a little bit certain years. It has played below 7,200 yards. So yeah, if you we readjusted a little bit. Similar names, but now we get Webb Simpson, Fleetwood, M. Howell. Howell's coming off an injury, so monitor his status in case he WDs throughout the week. Harmon, JT Poston, Abraham answer this could be a nice breakout spot for abraham answer he's just been so close for so long reed lowry harris english brooks kepka rory sabatini so that's really interesting to see i want to take a look now at. let's go back to all rounds and where i mentioned that eight of the par fours on the course are going to be from 450 to 500 yards i want to look at last three months i want to look at since the restart uh, when this all comes back down And let's go to par four efficiency and just see who the top players are from that key range and obviously that could be short hitters that could be long hitters and there is putting mixed into that because it's who scored the best on those but I don't think it's a bad thing to go look at when there's eight of them on the course so since the restart uh, we have Brooks Casey Harmon answer Connors Stallings Cook Kokrak Vegas Harold Varner Third, Redmond Higgs and Glover all tied from that key par four range this week if we just take off that filter and look at all records. Uh, I don't want to look at all rounds, mind you. Let's go the past 36 rounds uh, and to see who's been trending really well in those areas from the 400 to 450 yard par fours. Now, I don't need to see all rounds on that. Let's take a look at past 36 rounds. I always forget to let stuff load and then readjust my settings because I get too antsy. I want to see everything that's going on. Um, So it does appear like we have doc redmond tommy fleetwood luke list webb simpson harris english sung jay man if sung jay could just get his shit together this would be a perfect course for him charlie hoffman price guard adam long cameron percy Shez, munoz oh, so just expect to see munoz up high in the tournament simulator once again answer luke donald paul casey patrick reed brooks kepka seb straka chris kirk and wes Bryan. my guy wes brian back in the field he went back down to the corn ferry tour don't know exactly what he has been up to. I know that I bet him to win one of those tournaments. Let's see, Wes, Brian, and we'll check out his corn fairy to see what he's up to. He was T40 in San Antonio. That was the week that I bet on him. He had a nice first round and then kind of faded over the weekend. T21 at the Rocket Mortgage, T24 at Travelers, T68 at Heritage. So he's made his past three cuts on the PGA Tour. I'm curious to see where he's going to be priced. We know that he had this entire run here where he was just god-awful. But when it comes to a shorter course where you can just kind of light it up all the time, with your irons, that Wes Bryan is someone who's been hitting his irons incredibly well. When we look at it, we know that he can get hot with the putter from time to time. Uh, he's won when we look at his finishing positions RBC Heritage, John Deere, Honda. These are all short par 70 courses where you need to go light it up with your short irons. He can even do that with losing strokes off the tee. So I don't hate Wes Bryan. Once again, I'm curious to see where his game's at. At least before, we had a sample of him playing week after week to see how that goes. This could be a spot for Speeth, too, to be perfectly honest with you. He had a, you know, maybe he can translate whatever he did in his final round at TPC Harding Park and really get that going. We know he can put the lights out and putting when we go look at the course breakdown you'll see it's approach and putting. They're worth twice as much as off the tee and around the green for the leaders. Uh, there's those eagle rates that I was talking about a little bit earlier. So you have 6.2% eagle rate, 3.8% eagle rate. And that's really it. There's no real drivable par fours on the course. Uh, maybe someone with, you don't generally see a lot of the top end bombers here. So maybe bomb and gouge could be an interesting angle to take just because there are higher end players in this field than normal, that maybe that's one of the main reasons that you see a a lot of the short hitters and accuracy players do really well. Not to say that your accuracy needs to be really high here, but just shorter player, shorter hitters tend to be better accuracy players by and large that you could look at it. So the top five finishers from this tournament, you'll see that off the tee per round they average less than a half stroke off the tee, but over a stroke on approach, over a stroke on putting. Uh, so you just need to hit greens and regulation and make your putts. Big fucking shocker there. But you know, when you have to get to minus 22, that's the way that's going to work. Uh, I was going to initially just really lean on par fives scoring but I think the par 5 scoring is somewhat of a flawed stat it really depends on the par 5s and where both of these are reachable by the entire field I would lean heavily on the par 4s how are we doing for par 3s here 178 226 there's two really long par 3s two of the harder holes on the course let's go take a quick look at the par 3 efficiency on that to see who rates out pretty highly and after that we'll go take a look at how my model Shaped up from the last few years, see if it was a good one or a bad one. Sometimes I forget to make notes. So that's never fun. So what did we say? We had 226 and 238, so two really long ones. Who's going to save themselves on these longer par threes? So past 36 rounds overall, not just since the restart. You have Collie, Hoagie, Long, Harrington, Armor, See, Woo, Kim. Kyle Stanley, Joaquin Neiman, Brian Gay, CT Pan, Hoffman, Stewart, Fleetwood, Connors, JT Poston, and Mav McNeely. Uh, so, an eclectic group overall. When it comes down to it, Fleetwood and Poston and Rafa Cabrera beo over that time period have just played par threes. The best of that group, Bud Colley as well, best par three players: Munoz, DL three, Rafa, Brooks, and JT Poston. One, two, three, four. Charles Howell the third is. I don't know how his shoulder is actually doing at the moment, but he's just popping in every single one of these stats had a really good 3m open i remember memorial Memorial's a really tough one to figure out because he was playing really well after the first day and then kind of faltered like a lot of people did but it was nice to see him pop up again didn't really do much on approach it was a lot of putting and driving at 3m i mean you can piece together your rounds those way that way uh tyler duncan is another one who's pretty interesting here as well I only say that because he won RSM, which is another Bermuda Par 70, uh, and he tends to show well at some of these courses. Um, at, even at St. Jude, he made a run on the weekend. I know T49 doesn't look great, but he buried himself after the first two rounds and got it back together. He has yes, yet to miss a cut since the restart. Uh, I believe he missed the cut at the PGA Championship. And, yeah, you know, we're going to give Tyler Duncan a, a break at a major. Other than that, uh, let's see. Yeah, He won the RSM, played well at Heritage. Uh, Made the cut at Wyndham, John Deere, two corollary courses uh, around the same length that we're looking at, missed the cut at Heritage, not great. So he's an inconsistent player, but this is some of the best golf that he's been playing is this year, and we can see that the off the tee is not great. We know he's not a fantastic putter, but the approach is generally pretty good. The around the green is good, and we've seen him pop in putting from time to time, uh, even at places like Honda, RSM, Sony, all Bermuda courses. So maybe this is a place where Tyler Duncan can get his shit together and figure a lot of this out. Out. Let's switch over to the custom model now to see how everyone has, how everyone rates out here. Where do I have Wyndham Championship? Wyndham uh, was average for me, so hit and miss. How did I look at this last year? Strokes gained approach weighted very highly. Par four uh, from 400 to 450. Tee to green birdies are better gained. I'm going to take off birdies are better gained. I'm going to add opportunities gained to that list, which is a fantasy national stat, which measures the amount of birdie opportunities you have so it takes out putting from birdie or better percentage essentially and it doesn't count the birdies that you chip in from off the green or make a 500 foot putt on so mac Hughes probably doesn't rate very well on this i don't know why i have bogey avoidance listed i'm gonna crank up you know what? i'm gonna crank up should i put in eagles gained i have to think about this because the players you would normally associate with eagles gained Uh, generally do that because they're so good on long par fives that they give themselves the opportunities that no one else has. But on this course, where everyone can make it, maybe I'll just wait par fives a little bit more from that regard. Let's go back to the breakdown for a second to see where see how everything does here the average shot distribution you're looking at 150 to 175 is the majority i would guess most of the scoring comes from the like high wedge range but if you want to score on some of these uh depending on where you come from 150 to 175 is going to be your key historic cut line at this event uh, has been minus three minus two minus two minus two that probably goes even higher with top 65 and ties this week driving accuracy is slightly higher than your average tour event green and regulation percentages almost 72 percent hence why putting comes down to a lot of it i'm going to add putting into the modeling here so opportunities game i'm going to decrease fairways gain since hitting fairways is a little bit easier here and just take a minuscule step back on t to green just so i can add in strokes game putting to the mix, uh, if you want to do the mixed condition modeling, where you can add in fast greens or Bermuda greens, I suggest you do that to go take a look as well. We don't really need to dig too deep into it. Now, I had this filter on of less than seventy-two hundred yards in par seventy this entire time. Probably not the smartest move in the world when I was working through this entire thing. Probably have to go back and look at some of those stats again, uh, as it was just taking from courses of that length. Which, you know, I like to look at both most of the time. So just know those like par four efficiency stats that I was reading off. Uh, came from par 70s that were less than 7,200 yards. Uh, That's important to note, just because you don't want to get your stats off by any means uh, when you're looking at it. And eventually when the spit something out, we're looking at the past 36 rounds. I'll probably readjust it for who has played the best uh, since the restart. And then I'll factor in the PGA stats with it as well once we have those on a Monday. So you don't want to tie yourself down to anything. that goes down to it and we're still loading it in it has a ton of information to process just because i took off those filters so it was loading then we had to stop loading and now we're trying to load it back in I'll take a look at tyler duncan again how you been doing tyler duncan yeah, the ball striking i mean the, the driving has been bad at saint jude and memorial But those were two really strong fields once you got him into weaker fields like the rocket mortgage travelers and even heritage which was a really high-end field but of course which really suits him a little bit more he was gaining strokes off the tee so gonna give tyler duncan a hard look i'm curious to see where he ends up coming in so the past 36 rounds overall Webb answer casey henley Another guy won the Sony Open. He is one at PGA National. So these short Bermuda courses can really do well for him. I wonder how he has played at this course over the years. So Simpson, Answer, Casey, Henley, Varner, Hadley, Furick, Connors, Reevy, Redmond. It's funny that you don't see the Roses of the World or the Brookses of the World pop up uh, just because... Damn, it's a field like this, and they've been playing in far in significantly more difficult fields, uh, whereas these other guys have not been. So let's sort by the last three months. So that will give us the restart prices. So if we go to say, and we can see. Uh, much better putter on Bermuda is this is the Russell Henley numbers. Let's see how he's done at Wyndham over the years. Wyndham Championship, 31st, missed cut, and forty six Has not really been great. The approaches have not been good, but that hasn't really been a problem for him. Even if you go look at the PGA Championship numbers, that has been pretty good. The putting has just been atrocious for him, however. Uh, When was the last time he putted on Bermuda? It was actually at Heritage, and he gained putting that week. So that's at least a step in the right direction that maybe a— getting back on a surface that he finds a little bit better could be a way to do it so the modeling that i typed in since the restart we're looking at answer norlander wes brian henley lucas glover Corey connors oh chris baker the birdie maker number seven all right webb simpson joaquin neiman ryan moore shez Revie, matthias schwab putting up there too if this is a birdie makers course why not matthias schwab hits a ton of fairways gets a bunch of bunch of looks Guy can't putt to save his life but hey and we're looking for birdie makers if ben ann was able to gain strokes putting at this event last year why not my guy the austrian matthias schwab in this field um so let's take off the stat modeling again strokes and go back to regular strokes game just so we can Take a look at some of those numbers uh, that I may have influenced by looking at the par overall, like the par three efficiency numbers and the par four efficiency numbers. And we'll take a look at all records past 36 rounds, just so we don't take a look from the restart, because that's going to give us significantly fewer rounds to look at. Very few, No players will have 36 rounds, except for maybe like, I guess Bubba is not playing this week i think is bubba playing this week he's played like every tournament now he's not he's finally taken a week off him and vic just taking a pass and he need to go re- regroup a little bit so if we take another look at those par four efficiency numbers uh from 400 to 450 yards we have a larger sample and when we're not just looking at courses with this specific setup uh, i believe that we're going to end up seeing who are we going to have here Brooks Koepka, Abe Answer, Bryce Garnett, Danny Lee, and Alonto Griffin. Then you have Hoagie, Moore, Patrick Rogers, Cameron Tringali, Paul Casey, Cam Davis, Doc Redmond, Tommy Fleetwood. The best from that area. If we do look, since the restart, at those same numbers, uh, you're not going to get a bunch of stats but they are more recent uh you can always check on the rounds gained and where those came from if you want to click on people but you have answer lewis stanley connor's brooks as your top five since the restart and that does include 2014 20, 14 22 20 rounds and neiman lee garnett garnett shaping up garnett's actually been really good uh i think oh the gim reaper there we go And pat perez who stormed the leaderboard at barracuda in the final round yeah Gim has been or Bryce Gardner has been really good. So since the restart, a bad approach showing at the Charles Schwab, but Heritage Travelers Workday and 3M gained in ball striking, both off the tee and approach. And you know, historically long form, long term, he's a very good putter. Has not been recently, but again, we're back. He does not do his best work on Bermuda. Does his best work on bent, but he's all right around like zero. Essentially, uh, he's gaining a very minimal amount. Uh, you know, 0.1 strokes per round on bent he's losing less than 0.1 strokes per round on bermuda so he's like a field average putter but we've seen him spike from time to time at different events like this event last year where he gained over five strokes putting but the approach wasn't clicking as well so maybe a deeper play on bryce garnett is something we can look at Uh, I'll take a look at that PAR3 efficiency once again, too, just to kind of re-up us on what we're talking about here. Uh, Maybe we're going through analysis by paralysis by just looking at too many numbers. That's always the case sometimes when you dig in too deep, but I find it's fun to look at this. So PAR3 is from 225+. plus. Again, there are two of them. At Sedgefield CC, Lewis Armour Grace, uh, who I guess is back from his COVID withdrawal. Keep an uh, an update on this field, because after the major, you have COVID stuff, you have injuries. Some people probably committed to this, whether they know they can play or not. Um, So that might be something to track Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll keep you up to date on the Pat Mayo experience with this. But Lewis Armour Grace, CT Pan. Brian Gate, Danny Lee. I'm actually quite interested in C.T. Pan this week. Uh, the Irons have been a lot better than maybe you suspect. They were not great at the WGC, but again, that's been a great field. He has now lost putting in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 consecutive events. But as I mentioned, he has won Heritage. He competed at Wyndham with Brant Snedeker that year, came to T2. He's never missed the cut at Wyndham in back-to-back years, but he was T2, 2018, in. Uh, unceremonious, hitting and out of bounds on the 72nd hole to lose to Brant Snedeker. But you can see since the restart, one, two, three, four, five of seven events, he has gained with those irons. He is a good short iron player. That 150 to 175 range is something that he really goes for. So I don't know, I don't know if he's going to get credit or not in the betting market simply because he didn't win this event. He had the second um, that maybe he's someone to be overlooked that we might be able to grab him like 150 all the way up to 250 to one, depending on where the early books come on. If he ends up over 175 to one on Monday morning when the odds get dropped, I'll probably end up betting him. Uh, that is just me, though. So let's take a quick look at proximity before we get out of here. I said that 150 to 175 was the key. And that's going to be different from every player. Like if Brooks decides to bomb it, then you know, 100 to 125 is going to be his kind of range. But by and large, the majority of approach shots come from 150 to 175. And, and since the restart, the guys leading in that are Harmon Werner. Werner's a local guy, too. Maybe this is finally a spot where Harry, big Harry V can trim it up get to that winner's circle so herman Werner, Ryder, bud collie shes ryan moore danny lee brooks Kepka, abraham ansa and robbie shelton robbie shelton likes these little short courses so uh, he's someone who can pile up birdies in bunches and maybe that's something to look for too just take a kind of look at you know not necessarily resort courses By and large, Gim Reaper popping up, too. Man, my guy. I might have to go with my guy, Doug Gim, at least first-round leader. Remind me of that when the show comes around on Monday with Feinberg or whoever I grab for Tuesday. On the DraftKings show, but hey, that is the first look for the 2020 Wyndham Championship. Again, I hope you had a great PGA Championship. I hope it was very successful for you. Again, credit me for wins, credit yourself for losses, or maybe even someone else for losses. Throw some shade at them. Not, don't call at Jeff and I. We're just trying to have fun out here. But we did have some runners. Hopefully, the cash for us. That would be nice. Uh, nothing like a Dustin Johnson or Morikawa or see Woo. Kim, uh, we got a Matthew Wolf, Paul Casey, and Joel Damon at Triple Digits Live. So maybe one of those guys can at least get into a hedge situation for some of us. And I know that I saw a lot of people with some high end DraftKings lineups as well. So hopefully someone can go win the Millionaire Maker. That'd be great. Uh, I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me at the PME, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Become a member at fantasynational.com right now by using fantasynational.com/slash Mayo to get yourself 20% off in the link to the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Open in the description of this podcast and video hope this helped maybe it did maybe it didn't but i do hope it helped uh, you can check out my work on dknation.com remember to sub to the pat mayo experience audio pod and smash the like button for this video i'm pat mayo i'll see you next time